A lot of things have been going on with Line Electric as of late. And in today's video, we're going to be going over the company's most recent quarter two earnings. We're going to take a look at financials, valuation, all of that good stuff. We're also going to be looking to get an update on their progress with the Joliet, Illinois plant, as well as their operations in Mirabel, Quebec. So before going any further, if you wouldn't mind just dropping a like for me, I'd really appreciate that. And of course, let's finagle this bagel. During the quarter, Line Electric delivered 105 vehicles, representing a 72% increase year over year, as well as simultaneously representing the highest amount of deliveries achieved in a single quarter, coming down to a quarterly revenue of $29.5 million. On a more granular level, they delivered 90 buses and 15 trucks over the quarter, of which 91 of these sales were effectuated in Canada and the rest in the United States. Although in very early stages, it's nice to see that the company is starting to take steps into penetrating this new market. But of course, more on that later. While revenues saw a staggering increase year over year of over 70%, the cost of sales, on the other hand, grew by over 100%, resulting in a negative margin and a gross loss for the quarter of $3.5 million, which is reflecting, as you would have guessed it, increased manufacturing and storage costs. Not only in relation to inflation, as we would expect, but also in relation to the company's expenditure towards growth. I would expect the company's unit economics to improve over time as they achieve greater economies of scale. Although we don't have the exact figure, what management has told us is that there is a very clear, healthy margin over the bill of materials. In order to fight inflation, the company has decided to increase their pricing in certain markets. Okay, so moving down the income statement, we can also see that administrative expenses increased by over 70% on a year-over-year -year basis, mainly due to the company increasing its headcount at the headquarters. Quarter-over-quarter, quarter, administrative expenses increased by 11%. And the same can pretty much be said in terms of selling expenses or marketing, which grew on a year-over-year -year basis by over 100% primarily due to Lion expanding its sales force in anticipation to a ramp up of production capacity. The operating loss for the quarter came in at minus 21 million compared to minus 76 million a year prior. So it's nice to see improvement on that front. And finally, the net earnings for the quarter came in at $37 million. But seeing as this figure was positively impacted by the tune of $56.9 million, for the changes in fair value of share warrant obligations, which is an entirely non-cash item, I'm going to completely disregard this net earning figure because it doesn't represent the actual performance of the business. In other words, seeing as the market value of Line Electric's shares on the equity markets went down, Line was able to record a change in the fair value of share warrant obligations, which added an extra $56.9 million to their earnings, giving them a quarterly EPS of 20 cents. But as you'll see, if we move down to the adjusted EBITDA figure, which essentially normalizes the net earnings for any item that is of non-cash nature, what we can see is that adjusted EBITDA for the quarter came in at negative $14.4 million, which makes a lot more sense if we compare to their operating results. So the company has a negative adjusted EBITDA of $14.4 million, 
and is burning approximately $18 million of cash flow from operating activities every single quarter. Although these figures might seem to be extremely alarming, it could only potentially be the case when put in relation to the company's ability to turn a profit as well as the company's current funding status. Does it have enough cash on its balance sheet in order to fund its current operations? So let's take a look. Total assets sit at 572 million versus 590 million in the prior year. So as we can see, assets have decreased year over year, but only nominally. Then moving on, if we take a look at total liabilities, they're sitting at 162 million. And as we can see, they have decreased on a year over year basis, mainly once again, due to share warrant obligations, as you can see going from 106 million last year to $27.2 million this year. Just for the sake of comparison, if we were to normalize the balance sheet to exclude the share warrant obligations, what we would see is that the total liabilities actually increased year over year from 115 million last year to $135 million this year. So as we can see, on an effective basis, total liabilities have actually increased. But moving on in terms of liquidity, what we can see is that total current assets are sitting at 273 million versus total current liabilities of only 76 million. So the company's liquidity standing is very healthy. We have a current ratio of almost four. The company has a cash position of 83 million, accounts receivable 33, and a very high amount of inventories at 151 million dollars. I'm looking forward to seeing all of these inventories gradually get converted into sales. That's going to be an interesting thing to measure over time. So overall, the balance sheet is looking very healthy in terms of liquidity, which I think will provide them with enough flexibility in order to continue with their capital expenditures and keep their focus on ramping up production. If need be, the company also does have access to a revolving credit facility of up to $200 million, of which approximately 75 million is available as of June 3rd. Lion also has access to support from the Canadian federal government, as well as the Quebec provincial government, up to $100 million in connection with the build out of the Lion campus. And as of June 30th, only $3.7 million was drawn from this provincial loan. And in the upcoming quarter, Lion Electric also expects to draw money from the federal side of the loan. Okay, so moving on in terms of valuation, overall, the company has a total book value of approximately $400 million, which translates to approximately $2 per share on their $5 stock price, which is where they're trading at today. That also means that it's trading at a price to book ratio of approximately 2.5. All right, so moving on, seeing as Line isn't actually producing positive earnings, which reflect the actual performance of the business, we can't really calculate the company's PE ratio in order to get a good idea of its valuation, which doesn't leave us with many options. However, we can take a look at PS ratio, which is currently situated at 11.56 for the trailing 12 months. If we take the most recent quarter and multiply the results by four, we get something like a forward price to sales ratio of just above eight, which is a testament to how fast the company grew over the last quarter. So although the price to sales ratio does give us a certain amount of information, the information isn't very rich per se, which is why in the case of a company like Lion Electric, I prefer to turn myself to the future in order to try to get a better insight 
into what is the company's true valuation. So we've determined that the company is on solid footing in terms of its financing short term, although the company isn't profitable. Now what we must do is turn ourselves to the future. So that pretty much brings me to the more qualitative side of the investment, as well as all of the company's capital expenditures going into laying down the foundation for the company's growth for the years to come. So what we're going to do right now is take a look at their most recent investor relations presentation and pretty much go through it slide by slide. So the first very important piece of information that we get is with regards to their existing manufacturing footprint in Canada. Their 200,000 square foot facility in Saint-Jérôme near Montreal, which by the way is where I'm from, has a manufacturing capacity of 2,500 vehicles per year. Now, just for reference, if we were to do on a proportional scale, a conversion of their revenue per vehicle that they achieved this quarter compared to the amount of production capacity that they can have just with this facility, what we get is a figure that's above $700 million of potential revenue production just in this facility alone. Then moving on on that same token, we also have the Joliet Manufacturing Facility located in the United States in Illinois. This 900,000 square foot facility has an expected capacity of 20,000 vehicles per year. And just for fun, if we were to put that on a proportional scale to the revenue per vehicle that they did this quarter, we get almost $6 billion worth of potential revenue annually coming out of this factory alone. And on top of that, this factory is also going to focus on school bus production, which is on the higher scale in terms of what they can charge for their vehicles. This facility is expected to be on track to produce its first electric school buses by the end of 2022. In terms of capex and costs, they're expected to be in the range of approximately $80 million for the year of 2022, which actually comes in at $35 million lower than what we had previously expected for the facility. As of June 30th, 2022, meaning by half the year, approximately $49 million worth of expenses had been incurred, meaning that we only have something like $30 million left to go for the rest of the year. And that really comes back to what I was saying previously about this investment. As you can see, we ran some very quick numbers with regards to the plant in Saint-Jérôme as well as Joliet, Illinois, which currently isn't even in production. And what we can see is that the company has a revenue generating capacity of over $6 billion. Even if we were to just assume a 10% net income margin on the full production figures, what we would get would be an annual earnings figure of over $600 million. And with a PE ratio of only 10, let's say, would mean that the stock would be a 6x from where it's trading at today at a $1 billion market cap. But not only that, 2023 is expected to be a very big year for Lion because by the end of this year, the Lion campus, which is their battery plant and innovation center, is going to be on track to produce its first modules and packs, which is going to help the company significantly improve its margins due to it being vertically integrated. And in terms of capital expenditures, it's telling a very similar story to the Joliet Illinois plant with $46 million worth of expenses having been incurred up until June 30th, 2022, with approximately $54 million left to go for the rest of the year. All right, so moving down this investor presentation, we can see that the total addressable market for medium and heavy-duty urban trucks 
is of approximately $100 billion per year. If we add school buses to that, we can add an extra $10 billion per year within the US and Canada. Then in terms of EV adoption in Canada and the States, there are many different programs, subsidies, and grants available to people who want to purchase these vehicles. The company's total order book, which is a very important metric to look at at the moment, is of approximately $575 million. These represents orders to buy Lion vehicles as well as charging stations, which have been formally confirmed by the clients. And just for reference, some of these clients include companies like Amazon, IKEA, Canada Post, Hydro-Quebec, SAQ, we all love SAQ of course, and many more. With Amazon alone, they have a long-term purchase agreement for up to 2,500 urban trucks over five years. With this agreement, Line will deliver up to 500 trucks every single year up until 2025 and will reserve 10% of its manufacturing capacity for Amazon from 2026 all the way until 2030. Amazon also has equity warrants for the potential to obtain up to a 15.8% ownership stake in Line Electric, contingent on Amazon having spent at least $1.1 billion on Lion products. The rest of the investor presentation pretty much focuses on financials, which is something that we've already covered within this video. By the way, if you wouldn't mind just dropping a like so far, for me, I would really appreciate it. And so just to move on to some final thoughts, I think that Line Electric is the kind of investment that you can hold literally until retirement. I think that up until now, the company has been doing an excellent job at executing on their plans. I find it really exciting to see where the company is going over time as we can see this dream with more and more clarity turn into a reality. As an investor in Line Electric, one of the most important things to be mindful of is just to be patient with this investment because it's not one where we should expect to see gains within the next six months. As we discussed previously, Line Electric is doing a great job at laying the foundation for its growth in the long term. In the year of 2023, Line Electric is going to be in full production mode with its Joliet, Illinois plant, which has a production capacity of up to 20,000 vehicles per year, as well as a revenue generating capacity of over $6 billion annually. And finally, in 2023, we can expect the battery manufacturing plant in in Mirabel, Quebec to finally come online, which will in turn improve the company's margins. Overall, things are looking pretty good with this investment. The main thing that we will have to take a look at on a quarter by quarter basis is the company's financing position, as well as its progress on making all of its facilities fully functional over time. But as long as those two things stay in check, I believe that Line Electric could potentially become a multi-bagger of an investment for the patient investor. All right, so that pretty much caps off today's video. If you wouldn't mind just dropping a like for me, I would really appreciate that. Also, if you would like to support the channel and want to get access to all of my buy and sell alerts, as well as all of my due diligence on a quarterly basis, for only $6 a month, you can get access to my Discord group. Feel free to check that out. The link is in the description below. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out.